Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Second Samuel 13, verse number 1. Have you found it? Amen. And it came to pass after this, I'll talk about that in just a moment. That Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar. For she was a virgin. And Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend. That's what I want to preach about in just a few minutes tonight. Amnon had a friend. Father, I love you and I thank you for this night, this time, this place. I thank you for the young people that are here tonight. And Lord, hearing about school beginning tomorrow has turned my heart toward this. You confirm this in my spirit. Now I pray you'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue, God. I'm wholly helpless up here without you, but I can do all things through you. Touch this just simplistic thought for a few minutes tonight and let me be an encouragement to my children of this church. I love you and I bless you. And I thank you, God, for every good thing. So let me be the shepherd, God for just a little while, watching over the flock for the cause of Christ and the kingdom. I ask it in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, David, has Joab's gone out and won a great victory for David, and he tells him, he said, so they won't say that I've done it, now you come. The battle's pretty much won, but you come, and they'll do it where they'll say it's your name, and you've won the battle, and... Uh, and, and so he did, and then, but David had made, had a great sin in his life, and, and it, had, it, it was about to, the, the, the beginning of the expense of that sin was about to begin. And so David, and the Bible said, and it came to pass after this, after the great victory, after the sin of David, the repentance of David, I want my young people listening tonight. After the repentance of David, there was some there was some scars and things he was going to have to bear for the remainder of his days because of where he had been, what he'd been involved in. And it wasn't never going to go away till David died. He's going to carry this the rest of his life. The Lord had told him, "The sword's not going to depart from your house. You're going to have trouble at the house, David. It's, and trouble's going to be at home, and and troubles at home a lot of times." Well, most of the time because of sin in the camp, but oftentimes it, it can be of, not of, uh, of anything that you might have done, but somebody close to you or a relative or a family member or a son or a daughter. Now, we have here, this is, he wasn't considered his sister because they didn't have the same mama. But it was David's daughter, it was his half-sister, Tamar. 
And Tamar was Absalom's sister. And after this, after this affair has taken place, and after Amnon forces himself on her, it's going to cost him greatly. As a matter of fact, uh, Absalom's going to have Amnon killed. He's going to kill his own half-brother. You know why this started? Because Amnon had a friend. I'm going to talk to my kids. Just, I mean, this is just one-on-one. Pastor to the, to the young folk tonight. It's about to start school tomorrow. And Amnon had a friend. And I want you to know that, that, that Am, uh, Amnon had spoke what he thought. I'm telling you, mo- most of the time, if we think it and it don't line up with the word of God, we need to just keep our mouth shut. But the Bible said from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So the heart is the interior, the man, the mind, and the thought, and the knowledge, and the, and the intellect. And when we begin to dwell on that thing, if we're not careful, we'll open our mouth to somebody about it. And the, it's proverbial, the cat's out of the bag. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't say, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. You ought to just keep that piece. Yeah, because here's the matter of fact. Don't give too many pieces away. You may not have much left. So I think I'll just try to keep what few pieces I've got and think about it and better thought and not set spoken. Young kids, are you listening to me? That means when your friends has got together and they're talking about the kid that looks a little different down the road, you don't say nothing about that child. If you do, you say something positive about them. Because it's by the grace of God you are what you are. Listen, people can't help their, their what we would consider abnormalities or, or look, people, TV, TikTok, Facebook has portrayed young people in a certain mold and if they don't fit that mold, society says they're no good. That's contrary to the word of God. You're special. I'm telling you, God made you for a purpose. There's a purpose in your life. Don't you let some friend do what Amnon's friend, as a matter of fact, it's his cousin. Amnon had a friend, and this friend was this to Amnon. He was a bad influence. In other words, he told him, which was not lawful. Go ahead. Hey, you're the king's son. You can do anything you want to. Bad influence. Amen. Times haven't changed that much. When I was in school, there were bad influences. When, when Brother Branch was in school, there were bad influences. And there's no different today. I'm telling you, the devil hasn't changed his tactics it says about Jonadab, Amnon's friend here, he was very subtle. That's what the devil is. And them friends are bad influences. Morgan's about to go off to college. She's going to see some hoodlums she ain't never been around before. Don't follow bad influence. And it doesn't matter if you're in elementary, kindergarten, Or daycare. 
Colin come home, he'd learned something. I ain't going to say what he'd learned. But he'd learned something. And when they asked him where he learned that, he splurted this boy's name out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we don't say that. Yeah, but he says it. Well, we don't. We don't say that. And it took him a little while, but they broke him. He knows you don't say that. And then he learned that you can blame everything on that boy. I'm going to tell you, kids, that's not right. Because influence is just that. That's as far as it goes. They can influence you with, with bad things. But look here, they can't make you do nothing. So don't let, don't let a friend give you influence in a way that you know. You know. You've heard enough preaching. You've been raised in this church or you've been in church. Most of you have all your days. And you know what's right according to the word of God. And when that influence comes and they try to encourage you into something that you know is not right. I pray that God strike you in the ear right then and something does, I just come up in your face. And you hear these words, bad influence. So that don't matter, preacher. You better know it matters. It better know in this world especially. Bad influence is going gonna, is gonna, to... Amnon should have never listened to this friend. Why? Well, he was the king's son. And as the king's son, he knew better. But he got vexed with something. You know what the devil does? The devil puts something in front of you and it, it just stays on your mind. That's all you can think about. Then you know what happens? The evil or the bad influence comes by and says... Hey, everybody else doing it. You won't be an oddball. They're going to talk about you. You're going to stick out. They're going to make fun of you. And all them things is coming from a bad influence. How much better off Amnon would have been? If he'd have said this, that ain't right and you know it. Just that simple. That ain't right and you know it's not. And I know it's not. And the question that's got to be asked, is it worth what it's going to cost you? I wonder when all his brothers jumped on him and killed him down there too. Sheep shearing, if oh, Amnon thought. Uh, as a matter of fact, it didn't take that long. As soon as the deed was done, and, 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 and uh, Amnon, and, and he run her off. Couldn't stand it. Didn't take it long not to be good anymore. Bad influence. And it doesn't, listen, 
It's not limited to college and high school. You got nut jobs out there teaching our children. I don't know about Cumberland County, but I know from reading it on the news and other places, they got nut jobs teaching children that they can decide whether they want to be a boy or a girl. That's insanity. Bad influence. Amnon had a friend. You got that friend that you like them because everybody else likes them. They're the coolest cat in, in the school or just everybody likes them. So if everybody likes them, you got to like them. And they're a bad influence. You don't have to be their friend. You do not have to be their friend. You be independent as you can be. Don't be influenced by somebody trying to get you to make bad decisions. Because see, you're young and fresh now and it don't seem like it's a big deal, but you'll be old one of these days. You don't think you will, but you will. You wake up, you'll be as old as I am. Think, where'd my life go? But a vapor, the Bible said, that's, that's accurate. Appeared for a little time, vanished the way, that's accurate. Don't be influenced by bad influencers. Don't let them talk you into anything you know you shouldn't do. Don't get caught in compromising positions. Tamar, Tamar, one thing about Tamar, when, when brother sent everybody away, she ought to said, fix your own biscuits. I'm out of here. Well, she hung around. You get to hanging around, that's all it takes. Hanging around, caught where, where nobody's around, next thing you know, you're in trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm helping, trying to help somebody tonight. Because I was going to preach to the old people tonight and say I was going to preach on all things new. And all us old people have been smiling. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Make something new. But I was about to leave home and the Spirit of God spoke to my heart and said, Amnon had a friend. I thought, where did that come from? Cal said something, I was watching him preach. He said something, triggered that thought, I'm walking down the hallway. Amnon had a friend. You got a friend? Is it the right kind of friend? And I, watch this. I'm about to throw a rock at the church right here, not this church in particular, but the church corporately. Just because they go to church don't mean they're the right kind of friend. Church is setting, it's, Full to the brim with the wrong kind of friends. They give you the wrong advice. Listen, don't, you know what the book says. And if you don't know about it, you ask your parent. And, they'll, and if they won't tell you, come ask your preacher. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you. I won't browbeat you or beat you down. I've had several children in, in my office over there talking to me. I've never, I've never left one of them feeling bad or ugly about themselves. Tried to encourage them and help them and give them grace. You know why? That's what the Lord done for me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amnon had a friend. When it boils right down to it, 
he wasn't a friend at all. He was just trying to get him to do something, I think, that he wanted to do himself. But he didn't want to pay the penalty for it. But that's what there is. Some things can't be taken back. No. There's lines you cross. You never, you can't go, oh, come back on this side. I'll do over. No. No, it's done. This may not be helping the old people tonight, but I'm trying to talk to the kids because they're starting school tomorrow. And I want you to know that Amnon had a friend and he had the wrong kind of friend and you don't need the wrong kind of friends. And I'm afraid our, our school systems and people that's in authoritative positions are the wrong, the wrong kind of influencers. And uh, the Bible said to train up a child in the way they should go. There's a way they should go. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. I'm telling you, the, the book is right. You want to spare yourself a lot of trouble down the road? Just follow the book. You want trouble that lasts you the rest of your life? Just don't pay no attention to the book and get the wrong kind of friend. I know we've got a couple of sports stars in here tonight. Just look. Just because them other kids on the teams... Great athletes don't mean they're the right kind of friends. So what? So what if they called you if they called you too straight laced? Or you're no fun? Or you don't know, you don't know what it's all about. That's where you can draw the line and say, I'm afraid I do know what it's all about. And I know it's not, listen, it's not cool to say, well, my parents said, your parents, your parents, who are they? Well, they're the one that's fed you all your life. They're the one that put the clothes on your back. They're the one that put you in the car you're riding in. They're the one that loves you more than you love yourself. That's who your parent is. Don't get no friend like Amnon had. You'll find yourself in a mess. Amnon never got out of it. It haunted him the rest of his short life, and he wasn't very, he didn't live much longer than this, and he's dead and out of the way. Now the whole family's in turmoil just because Amnon had a friend. Smoke this, snort this, take this pill. Take a little sip, a little drink. Nothing will hurt you. Bad influence. Amnon had a friend. The wrong kind of friend. Make sure your friend's the right friend. I said it this morning preaching. And the right kind of friend will check you. When that's not right, and they'll let you know. Pat and I were talking about it this, after, this morning, this afternoon. One, she said, "You know, we were fortunate. Dusty had friends that was that was 
church people in the right kind. We were fortunate. And when I'd call him on Wednesday nights, when he's living in the apartment of Cook, when I'd call him on Wednesday night and say, where you been, son? I've been to church. Was it any good? No. He didn't know it. I was shouting hallelujah because he knew the difference. And then he went over there one night. I said, how's, you been to church? Yep, been to church. How was it? This guy preached the paint off the wall. I said, that's where you need to be. You found your home right there. Go listen to him. Frankie's dead, but he loved to hear him preach. Listen to me, kids. If you don't think you've got a friend in the world, look up here. You got a friend in this old guy right here. If you don't think you got a friend in this world, you got one right here. I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to talk down to you. You got a friend right here. And I'll help you. And you get in trouble, you get in trouble, and you want to check and see if that's the right kind of friend or something you can't talk to mama and daddy about, you come talk to me about it. I'll be your friend. Some in this room's been in that office, and I'm still your friend. There's nothing like having a friend. The Bible said there's a friend that what? A plus. Now that's Jesus. He's a better friend than I could ever be. Because he can be with you wherever you are. But don't you ever let the devil tell you you don't have any friends. Because you for sure, you got the Lord, one, but you got the preacher, two. And I'd say, you may not think it, but your mom and daddy's your best friends. They love you more than you even believe they do. They know you better than you think they know you. You know how? Because they've been where you are. And they know. So from my youngest that might be in a daycare or a kindergarten or, or wherever they was, Tony got whipped the first day in kindergarten. Told on you, didn't I? Dean called, said, that's Tony Joe. That's him. <laughs> you got a friend. And don't you take the wrong kind of friends. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't you let them talk you into something you know is not right. Don't do it. Don't do it. You get you the right kind of friend, and you'll have somebody stick with you and be a help and encouragement to you the rest of your life. Amnon had the wrong kind of friend. Come to me,
That's all I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Now, if you're, if you're a parent and you're paranoid about COVID, if somebody being sick and breathing on you, then just, just would, you can stay in the seat and we'll pray, pray for them there. But I'm going, to ask, I'm, going to, I'm going to ask us to stand. I'm going to ask all my kids to come around the altar. All of them. You too, Campbell. You can come to the altar. Collins, all of them. All my babies. All the kids. Come on. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them to kneel down. Then I'm gonna ask us to gather around them, and we're gonna, we're gonna close. She's just gonna play soft on the piano. We're gonna close. We're gonna pray for our kids, cause I'm rebuking the devil in the name of the Lord, and he can't have none of these. He can't have. Them. And the heads and the hand of God on these right here. For the glory of the king, for the glory of the king, you pray as God leads you. Father, we thank you. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.